Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today there was a, an opinion piece uh, published in The Hill, and it was from Marek von Rennenkampf, a former uh, D- Department of Defense official. He was an analyst at the United States Department of the State Bureau of Internal Security and Nonproliferation. And the uh, title of this uh, piece is The Pentagon Should Release Dozens of UFO Videos. And I will tell you that I totally agree. I totally agree with Marek. Okay, we're going to read some of this and talk about it. It says here, The Pentagon has at least two dozen and likely far more UFO videos in its possession. Despite public commitments to transparency, officials refuse to release any of the footage. But the government's rationale that disclosure would jeopardize sensitive sources and methods likely holds no water with many of the videos. In March 2019, amid increasing military encounters with objects appearing to exhibit highly advanced flight characteristics, the Navy instituted a standard UFO reporting mechanism. Despite heavy redactions, these reports show that fighter pilots are frequently left stunned by such incidents. Importantly, the Navy's new reporting procedures allow aviators and intelligence officers to submit video footage and other sensor data. In response to a Freedom of Information Act request, the Navy confirmed that 24 videos are associated with 19 UFO reports spanning June through December 2019. If the Pentagon continued receiving 20 UFO videos every six months, it would have well over 100 videos in its possession by now. Of course, increased awareness of the new reporting mechanism and reduced stigma likely resulted in aviators submitting far more UFO footage. Moreover, with 24 videos accompanying 19 reports, it appears that air crews are unlikely to submit a UFO report without including corroborating data. As noted by a former director of national intelligence, the government also possesses UFO data, such as images and videos recorded by satellites. Of course, the public release of satellite data and radar displays could jeopardize sensitive platforms and capabilities, but many, if not most, of the UFO videos in the government's possession were likely recorded by infrared targeting pods. Infrared video technology is not inherently sensitive. At the same time, footage from targeting pods is widely available. More importantly, three famous UFO videos all recorded with the Navy's primary infrared targeting pod are unclassified and were never classified in the first place. These facts make it impossible for the government to claim that the release of UFO footage recorded by such platforms, not to mention cell phones, would compromise sensitive technology or intelligence collection capabilities. I'm just going to stop there for a second. So that's, you know, that's what, you know, that's true because, you know, there's nothing that's going to give anything away. I mean, and the objects themselves, I mean, they're obviously manufactured by beings that are are not human and they possess abilities that uh, far exceed anything uh, we have in the, uh, in our technological toolbox. So, well, what's what? What's so what? I mean, it's not gonna. You're not gonna give anything away by you know releasing these kind of videos. The Pentagon can't, you know, hang their hat on that one, and you know, just that, that there's no reason for it. I mean, and I again, a lot of people uh, suspect that even with recovered craft, even if they had have recovered craft since 1947, you know, for 75 straight years now. Uh, it's going to be impossible to reverse engineer it. I I would think a lot of people think that again, we don't have, maybe they have, but I don't think they have because uh, if they have, they they probably would have, you know, 
told us already. We probably would have already known about it. Or, you know, you know, they'd they'd probably probably be flaunting it to our enemies and saying, hey, look what we got. You better not screw with us. Uh, but whatever the case, right? They, it, 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 if something's a hundred thousand years more advanced, we're just going to be hard for you know our mentality to try to reverse engineer it. So it, w- w- any kind of video of these things, it's not going. That's not going to you know the object itself in the video is not going to uh, you know cause any issues with regard to national security. And you know the 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 cameras that they use to capture this stuff, like on the on the planes, like we've like we've seen in the other in the gimbal video on the other the other two videos that. Uh, we've seen over the you know that were released five years ago there's nothing there to give any secrets away so they should they should release some some of this data they should just start letting it out there then you know get people more acclimated with this uh, this you know so they're so they're you know prepare the public for disclosure uh and you hear, here you have a former department of defense official saying yeah come on let's get it out there totally agree with it all right uh, let's continue here at the same time, the government, excuse me, oh, let me go back here. Importantly, since targeting pods are fighter pilots' technological eyes in the sky, such videos likely account for a significant proportion of the UFO data held by the Pentagon. At the same time, the government has no evidence to indicate any UFOs are part of a foreign collection program or indicative of a major technological advancement by a potential adversary. Therefore, the Pentagon cannot plausibly claim that its UFO videos can be classified as sensitive foreign government information. Isn't that great? I mean, isn't it great what's going on here right now? I mean, it's interesting. The Congress is basically, you know, uh, you know, they're they're starting to, uh, you know, push, you know, use their power a little bit here, and they're saying, hey, we we're not interested in the stuff that might be foreign technology. We're talking about the stuff that's obviously not foreign technology that it's coming from obviously some other world. Uh, some other intelligence is operating it and it's been operating it for for decades now and we there's nothing we could do about it we want to know more about that so the congress is involved in this okay i'm going to continue here and it does talk about the congress here a little bit for its part congress does not appear concerned that ufos are part of a foreign intelligence effort according to draft legislation approved unanimously by the senate select committee on intelligence a muscular new ufo office must immediately stop investigating any object determined to be man-made and turn its analytic attention to another case if lawmakers are truly concerned that some ufos are adversarial surveillance platforms They would not direct a powerful new office to stop investigating as soon as an object is determined to be of human origin. Of equal importance, officials are confident that none of the 143 unexplained encounters described in a landmark UFO report involve secret American technology. Therefore, the Pentagon cannot withhold UFO videos under the pretext that aviators may have inadvertently captured footage of sensitive United States weapons systems. With Congress demanding answers and government officials admitting their own impatience with the slow pace of progress, the public release of non-sensitive UFO videos could quickly resolve several cases. Uh, For instance, it took the government several years to determine that two UFO videos showed a common camera artifact. Mick West, a prominent UFO skeptic, identified the artifact in a matter of days. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, well, let's, let's, uh, th- this guy a little bit, I think he's a little bit wrong about this one. Uh, 
the, the, he's talking about the bokeh effect, okay, in some of those videos, but still doesn't explain what they were seeing. Okay, okay, there's, there, you know, there's, you know, according, this is the, the ship at sea and all these objects up in the sky, right? Okay, when you're pointing the cameras at it and they're filming it, it's, okay, they come out like triangles, which is this bokeh effect caused by the triangles. But what were the objects? Okay, some people, the officials in the Pentagon told Congress, oh, they were, they were drones. Drones from where? Drones from where? In the middle of the ocean, and, and and there was lots of them. So that's you know, yeah. He, he Mick West pointed out that there's an artifact regarding bokeh, but they still don't know what those objects were. No, I they, they never really confirmed it. Where did they come from? Who was operating the a hundred uh, so-called drones over a navy ship? <sighs> okay, I'm just gonna continue here. I'll read a little bit more. Uh, it says, at the same time, verifiable, repeatable geometrical analysis of one of the most well-known UFO videos showed that the object's flight path matches eyewitness descriptions. This implies that the UFO demonstrated highly anomalous flight characteristics, including controlled flight without any apparent wings, control surfaces, or means of propulsion. Perhaps most intriguingly, the analysis indicate that the object thwarted a Navy fighter jet's attempt to sneak up behind it. I'm not going to read the rest of it here, but uh, I think you get the gist. This guy, you know, he's he thinks that the Pentagon really has no excuse anymore uh, with withholding UFO videos that uh, apparently depict uh, extraterrestrial spacecraft or extraterrestrial flying objects, transmedium objects. Probably all of them are transmedium. They probably have the ability to do anything, you know, water, air, space. So, uh, yeah, that's a good thing. It's a good thing that uh, we're... Uh, moving in the right direction here it seems uh, this is just another piece of that uh, puzzle and i'm glad to see it anyway uh, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we are back. And I want to talk about something that I saw, I discovered today on Twitter. Um, it's a UAP guide. Uh, this UAP guide is uh, something that's been developed by a volunteer team of uh, uh, different people uh, to raise public awareness about UAP to unlock funding for scientific research and political support for disclosure. But the purpose of this uh, UAP guide is basically what it does is it it, it gives people who like who have no idea that there's something to this phenomenon you know, the ability to, you know, figure, you know, find out that there is something to it, basically. I mean, to bring them in slowly, you know, so, and I actually went through this whole, you could, it's a basically a, a 15 minute uh, course or a 15 minute uh, introduction to UAP. 
and uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna read a tweet. I actually uh, reached out to one of the uh, people that uh, put this together. Um, this was from Haley Morris. She's one of uh, one of the uh, team members, one of the volunteers that put this together. And actually, I should say who the team members are before I. There's there's three team members. Um, it's uh, Brad Crispin. Crispin, he's the creator. He's the senior director of engineering at Audacity. Uh, Haley Morris, she's with Public Affairs, director of Public Affairs at, uh, and and also. Uh, Austin Alexander, uh, senior engineering manager uh, for this uh, guide. But anyway, I reached out to one of them on Twitter, uh, actually all of them, and Haley Morris responded. I asked if uh, if they had some sort of uh, you know you know explanation on what this thing does and what's it supposed to be what's what it's supposed to do. And uh, she responded, "We think there is a real benefit to becoming aware that UAP exists beyond the thrill of a good mystery about the universe. Even considering the possibility gives us an opportunity to look at humanity from a new perspective, like an astronaut looking back at Earth. UAP Guide is a volunteer team from the tech industry with a mission to raise public awareness about UAP to unlock funding for scientific research and political support for disclosure. So they're trying to raise." public awareness uh, and hopefully get some uh, funding for scientific research and and that's good you know i i i have to applaud them for that i it's, it's nice to see that there's people out there people in the tech industry that they're trying to do something and basically if you look at this this is like this is for the people you know out there who just think it's all silly and they don't they never even think about ufos at all but if you're, you're you know somebody i'm sure people in your families like i know you know people who watch this channel right obviously uh they don't need this, but it actually is nice to go through it. Um, you know, you could uh, basically, it, it gives you uh, a different, uh, it, it basically, here's what it says here. It says a 15-minute introduction to unidentified aerial phenomena. That's what it is. And then it has different comments uh, from different people involved in this. And they have three comments here to start it off. One from Christopher Mellon, another from Lu- Luis Elizondo, and another one from Ross, Ross Coltart, UFO investigator. So anyway, I'll just read these comments, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you. Here's what Christopher Mellon said. He says, if you are new to the subject of UAP or know someone who is, this is a concise and innovative new UAP guide that can quickly help people get up to speed. And then uh, Luis Elizondo's comment about this new UAP guide. It says, finally, a tool that is simple yet effective that communicates the seriousness of this new reality involving UFO slash UAP. Informative, accurate, and elegant. People should feel free to use UAP guide as a first step in their journey into this new paradigm for humanity. And then Ross Coltart wrote, There's a huge public demand for information on UAP and people want this issue taken seriously. UAP Guide details the evidence and asks the questions that need to be asked. And it is pretty informative. And actually, if you're even if you are into this uh, and, and you're you've been deep into this and you've done your studies, this is a nice uh, refresher course. Basically, you know, you go through this whole thing. It takes you 15 minutes. It has different videos and different information, comments from all sorts of officials about UFOs over the years. I mean, it's something for some people out there who uh, really don't know about this, and and they pr- pretty much everyone should. I mean, this is a very important issue, despite what the debunkers and whatnot will tell you. But this would get them on board. I mean, of course, I you know I wouldn't recommend somebody new to this, you know, uh, somebody who doesn't believe in UFOs, uh, 
to come to my channel i think they should do this first get acclimated to what you know what's been going on what it's all about and everything i mean this you know if they're there to listen to my podcast or watch my youtube channel that's like going wait that's to me that would be tantamount to a to a fifth grader skipping uh uh, basic mathematics algebra geometry trigonometry and going straight to advanced calculus i mean you you, you can't do that i mean you know you, if, if you're t- totally unfamiliar with ufos and you come to my podcast or or you know my youtube channel and you see me on here talking about this raving about it sometimes right uh, I mean, you, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, I'll pop to to a person who's uninformed about this uh, whole uh, phenomenon. You know, they're going to look at me like the like the guy in the old uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the movie from 1956, the original one. You know, and the movie starts off. There's this doctor. He's like raving mad. You know, screaming, "They're here already!" Right? And they take him to a a hospital. He's brought into a hospital by the police, and the, and then they bring a psychiatrist in, and he tells them the whole story, and it goes back in time. It sh- shows how he got to where he is you know but then by the end of it they all realize oh yeah there's these pod people from outer space and they're taking over the uh, they're taking over the our bodies and they're replacing human beings with these alien beings and they're you know if we don't do something about it the, the, the whole world is doomed so that was the you know the, that's what the people who are unfamiliar with this subject would see if they came to my channel so they they, they it's better off that they start here you know uh this is my, like my channel is more like advanced calculus for ufo uh uh, you know, people who are interested in the subject, people are trying to learn about it uh, compared to something like this. This is for the, for the beginners, for the newbies. So I think it's a good idea. You know, it's a good idea. And and there's a lot of people out there who actually really, really, let me tell you something. Uh, as you know, there are a lot of people out there who really need something like this. Uh, and uh, the people, people I think who really need it are the people who are fighting against it. Yeah, I was on Twitter today, and uh, you know, I, I I commented on one of uh, Mick West's posts. He was basically making fun of some video. There was a video that's been circulating with a whole bunch of people holding their cell phones up to some object. It's probably a hoax. Who knows? It's not a good video. I and I I don't know. And he, he's he he goes to these kind of things and uh, makes fun of these kind of things. You know, because it is. I mean, it's probably. I don't know how you could prove anything with this video. It doesn't look that good. There's a whole bunch of people with their cell phones. Uh, uh, you know, pointing it at the sky like they're filming something that's there, and I, I think this somehow this was a hoax. And he wrote a uh, video from multiple independent witnesses is the holy grail of ufology, something that would prove one and for all that something significant was going on. This is not the holy that holy grail. Well, it's not. It's not the holy grail. I mean, people could. This would be an easy hoax. You get a group of young people together. Hey, let's all pull a hoax. I mean, it could be. I mean, <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. It's not good evidence, right? But he goes. He uses these kind of things to assuage the, his fans who want to keep hearing about uh you know please tell me mick please tell me this stuff's not true please tell me like every day they gotta go there and be reassured that there's no such thing as extraterrestrials coming to this planet or they're, <laughs> you know they're gonna go crazy so i actually responded to this and of course i got bombarded with you know some people that uh you know you know because of course i'm responding to mick west and he has a lot of fans there so of course there's gonna be people that are gonna uh, you know attack me over my beliefs but i wrote uh, these visitors are obviously way smarter than we humans believe it or not they're even smarter than you do you realize you're in essence a useful idiot to them they take measures to keep their presence secret they want people unaware they're here you're helping them and of course uh, i got some 
you know, people calling me an idiot. You know, there was some guy throwing F word, F bombs at me. There was some guy that wrote, if their presence is secret, how do you know about it? Want to revise your statement? <laughs> like this guy's just, you know, this person here is totally uninformed. I mean, he's, he's just, you know, drinking the bathwater of the debunker, the bunkers like Mick West. I mean, he's totally drunk on it. So I had a, I, I had a, I responded, uh, to this guy uh, I'll, I'll read the responses so he he thinks i need to revise my statement because i said that they're being secretive and i said and i wrote back i was like that's a great question they, they screw up sometimes obviously and we see their craft that they don't they don't want us to know they're here and more importantly what they are doing also among other things i've seen one of their craft up close in 1994 with another witness I, then I wrote, when I see all this wasted effort to try and explain it all away as hoaxes, misidentifications, hallucinations, etc., I feel compelled to speak out. E.T. visitation scares people. And I know many of you need people like Mick to tell you it's all pretend so you're not scared. Ask yourselves a question. Why do you need constant assurances that there is nothing to the phenomenon? Subconsciously, you require it to quell the deep-seated fears you have about its potential reality. Quite frankly, I'm not happy about it either. We don't know their intent. And it just went on with some other people got, got involved. And I'm not going to get into all of it, but I mean, it just, they, they can't accept it. And, you know, maybe this UAP guy might be a good step for them to try to you know, get in, you know, to, to, to figure things out. Even maybe for, even for Mick West, because I, you know, there was a lot of people here trying to say that he's a, a, a well-schooled UFO investigator. I, I don't see that at all. Not at all. I mean, I just see somebody who jumps to conclusions right when something comes out. We just talked about this the other day, uh, that Calvine UFO photo. I mean, within minutes, I mean, he was out there, you know, uh, military kite. You know, and I remember a while ago, I, I, I showed him the, the Rex Heflin, uh, one of the images from the Rex Heflin U series of UFO pictures. Uh, there was a flying saucer that this uh, guy took pictures. Or he took three pictures of this flying saucer back in 1965. And they're really good pictures. They're considered, you know, the best, you know, among the best that have ever been taken. And it was of a flying saucer. And, uh, and the first, you know, immediately when I showed him that picture, he, the first thing he said was, uh, he wrote back and saying, you know, that that's easy to do That Somebody threw a hubcap out a window and, and took a picture of it quick, which is, you know, that that's the extent of his research, you know, just, you know, proclamation, you know, instant, instant. He had an instant answer for it. Never did any research into it. Just had, it's a, it's a hubcap and it's not a hubcap. I mean, this thing, in fact, I'm going to leave a link into this Rex Heflin uh, UFO. And, I, you know, it's very interesting. It's uh, the, This thing was analyzed by a lot of different people over many years. And there's a really good analysis that was conducted. Uh, it actually looked at the original analysis of the, of the pictures. There are actually four pictures. The first three pictures showed a flying saucer uh, in different positions near this guy's truck uh work truck he this guy was a maintenance worker and um uh, and then the fourth picture when the thing took off it left this weird ring smoke ring in the sky and uh it's a very interesting story and it's too much to get into right here but um, it's something if you're interested in in you know classic ufo photos the rex heflin incident is something really interesting and this analysis which i will leave the link for you is definitely worth your time to you know, to, to read 
But again, I presented this, I, you know, to this, and the first thing he says is, oh, that's just, uh, you know, a hubcap thrown out a window, which is obviously not a, not a hubcap. I mean, it, you know, even I, I didn't even do an analysis yet. I, I just was, you know, basing my opinion on, on this other analysis. But, you know, it would have been too difficult. You couldn't do something like that. The object was a lot. I mean, based on film experts that looked at this, the object was way bigger than a hubcap, right? It was at least uh, 20 feet to 30 feet in diameter right uh you know who who the hell could throw something like that and then then uh somehow steady their camera and take a picture of it i mean because these pictures were very clear and whoever rex heflin who took the pictures you could tell that he you know you know he he had time to steady the camera and then take the best shot he could each time so you know it's just one of those it's just some of the best evidence we have it's among the best evidence we have and uh you know and again this guy doesn't like he's he's not he obviously hasn't done his research you know he hasn't done he has not done his research on this if he did uh he he wouldn't be talking this way <laughs> he wouldn't be debunking things you know right out of hand you know and have these you know against his flock who you know follow him you know uh it's just uh it's very sad it's very sad that people need this you know that when you know it's at some point they're going to get to the truth here and it's going to be sad for them you know it's going to be that's why when i see like just recently i did the podcast the other day where uh my anonymous friend said that there's going to be you know catastrophic social collapse that could be the case because of people like this there's these people who have to be told on a regular basis that there's nothing to it i i think it's a subconscious thing that's what i think it is and they're just you know they just it's unfortunate but yeah uh, yeah, I think that this UAP guide uh, might help them. Uh, again, it's, and, that, and that's something else. Of course, I'll leave the link for that in here. And uh, I really think you sh- uh, everybody should check it out because it's very interesting. Um, I'm going to go th- uh, look at some of the, the, the things in here that, 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 that are included in this thing. Uh, like if you get, you can get start, like it's it's almost like, uh, like they start you off with a, with a video with Christopher Mellon, uh, talking and uh and then if you keep going through it you know, uh page by page um you know it tell it gives you you could go you go to the one section here that has a, different comments from different people like obama uh john ratcliffe the former national intelligence uh director kirsten gillibrand like here's something that uh here's something that marco rubio said uh we have things flying over our military bases and places where we're conducting military exercise and we don't know what it is and it, and it isn't ours okay like comments like this this is like to get people acclimated so certainly right i would imagine that you have everyone has people in their family who just you know think this is all nonsense i mean i'm i still do you know even after with the stuff i'm doing here Maybe I should show them this, and you know I think I will. I'll, I'll recommend this. Yeah, I think you need to get acclimated to UFOs, and maybe you should read this, and maybe you know take it from there. Uh, here's something from John uh, Brennan, a direct, former director of the National Intelligence Agency. I I think some of the phenomena we're seeing continues to be unexplained and might constitute a different form of life. Okay, you have somebody from the CIA saying that. There's a lot of comments here from people like Elizondo and Mellon, of course. Um. Even Scott Bray, uh, who was at that hearing, uh, the de- deputy director of Navy intelligence, it says he he has a comment here. It's clear that the majority, that many of the observations that we have are physical objects from the sensor data. We haven't had a collision. We have at 
we have had at least 11 near misses. Okay, and this, but then, now again, Braid isn't. Uh, he has not admitted to any possibility of extraterrestrials. He hasn't. He hasn't gone there yet. Not yet. But they do have some comments in here from him. Um, but you go through these comments, and it's, they have a lot. Some comments from David Fravor, who saw the Tic Tac. Uh, you know, you know, it's about 40 feet long. It's white. It has no wings. It has no rotors. It has no control surfaces. Think of a white Tic Tac. The thing would go instantaneous from one way to another, similar to if you threw a ping pong ball against a wall. And we start to kind of orbit because we are going to watch this thing. It is still doing its erratic thing around this disturbance in the water. And I say, hey, I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go down there. And all of a sudden it goes zip. And it kind of turns. Now it's mirroring us. It seems to know we are here. It goes from almost a hover to a pretty aggressive climb up to our altitude. So now there is a bit of fear because you have no idea what it is. It is actually reacting to what we are doing. Yeah, so there's a lot of things like that. A lot of comments from people that you know actually saw these things in the military, people who uh, you know who served in the government and in, in, in you know high places and and, and uh, you know it doesn't matter. It's it's this is all uh, not it's all bipartisan. There's all different people from different uh, parties here talking about it. Uh, here's uh, Bill Nelson. Uh, the NASA administrator, he says, reading the classified UAP report as a senator, the hair stood up on the back of my neck. The pilots know they saw something. So, yeah, I mean, even NASA, of course, Bill Nelson, he's been talking about they're, they're, they're starting their own study on this right now pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is a good introduction, a good introduction for people who are interested or people who aren't interested, rather, you know. People who you might know, friends or family, uh, this might be something to share with them. And uh, I like this. I like the effort. I think it's, you know, I think it's useful. 